here. What's up, guys? Episode 9 here. Um, On this one, it's actually kind of like coupled with the uh, episode that I had last week. Last week, I talked to someone who was a part of Greek life, but she was in a sorority, you know, getting the female perspective of joining. And it was definitely a little different from this week. Uh, And in this week's episode, I'm talking to someone who joined uh, fraternity life, joined Greek life his sophomore year of college. I've actually known him since middle school, so we've been close friends for a long time. And I saw his transition from, you know, being a regular college student to a person who was affiliated with, you know, a Greek life and the fraternity that he's in. And it definitely made a huge impact on his life. After talking to him in this conversation, I honestly completely changed my perspective on on Greek life and, you know, some of the, the reasonings that people may have behind joining and the conversation that we had was definitely one of the most insightful, one of the most in-depth ones. It's definitely one of my favorite conversations so far out of the nine that I've recorded. Um, other than that, he's a uh, he's a senior too. He's 21. He's close to graduating, uh, just like you know a lot of the other people that I've recorded with. He's a technology systems management major, and I mean, he you know just like anyone else, he doesn't really know what he's doing, trying to figure things out. But the focus of the conversation, honestly, in this one is, uh, you know, life, shooting your shot, and being a part of something bigger than yourself. I think it was one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. So, uh, yeah, I think that that sums it up. Yeah, my intro's been getting a lot shorter, so I'm I'm hyped about that. I think I've finally got a flow of things here. And uh, next week, I'll be hitting double digits. In episode 10, and next week I'm going to be recording with uh, Average Joe. So uh, enjoy the talk that we had. I hope it, uh, you know, changes your perspective on things, or at least makes you think a little bit. Is mad soda, though? What's going on? Is Coke Zero, so it doesn't count? Still counts. Thing. No, shut the fuck up. It's so bad for It is bad for you. I'm probably going to get cancer from that shit. Coke from I, can't, I can't live without soda anymore. Nah, bro. Make no, like, see, like, I originally... Originally, I stopped drinking all soda, but then someone introduced me to Coke Zero, and I was like, oh, there's no sugar, so it's not that bad. But you and just drink mad Splendid, bro. Yeah, but, you know, no, what I do is I'll take, like, a regular cup or, like, a small, you know, like, those round, like, round bottom, whis- like, the whiskey cups, those, and I'll only do, like, maybe a fourth of the cup, and that's it. Like, I literally just want the taste of it. That's fair. Uh, just move in closer. Because sometimes you have a meal and you just need soda. Yeah. Yeah, like I can't go to like McDonald's and get water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's just yeah. not, it's not American. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I went to, was it, went to Burger King the other day and um, we were just talking about like supersize. That's crazy that that was a thing. I think supersize was what, 64 ounces? No, that can't be accurate. 64 ounces? 32, I think. No, 32. Mm. 64 is a gallon. 64 is half a gallon, sir. A gallon is 128 ounces. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But just the fact that, like, people would drink 32 <laughs> ounces plus of soda with sugar, it's like, what is that, like 50 grams of sugar or more? That's outrageous. That's like a handful of sugar. Yeah. No, more. That's a lot more than a handful yeah. of sugar. 50, I don't know. I don't be holding grams of sugar. Actually, now I think about 50 grams of bud, how much that would weigh. That'd weigh a good amount. It's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that, that's why I have to like think about it. Like, damn, fifty grams. Um, there was a. So I was recently doing 
I was doing an economics like paper for one of my classes and the paper that I'm writing about is uh, obesity across America and the average sugar intake across the US is like 70 to 80 grams and I think it was the daily caloric intake for a lot of people I forgot what the percentage was but for a large population of people was like like 25% of their daily intake was just from sugar yeah you pirated your windows you scum I did pirate my windows I didn't buy it can yeah <laughs> I want to know. I want to switch over to Linux, but I just never got the time. It's a learning. Period. And I also don't feel like there's a learning period. You just didn't figure all the shit out. Yeah, but I don't think that's that big a deal. I can, I can figure that out. Yeah, probably. It's not like I'm an old old person. Yeah. So it was 42. So the largest size was the 32 ounces, and they used to have a 42 ounce one, which was the super size. I think the largest now is still 32. That's huge. Yeah, that's outrageous. Are there some rules I'm supposed to follow? Like, is this shit I'm not supposed to say? Um. On this, well, so the entire point of it being anonymous is just so you're, so like, that's why I don't have video. Yeah. It's so that you can't directly link your face to it. Um, and I don't include your legal name, so you can't, like, yeah. no one can legally say that you're affiliated to yeah. what is happening here. Other than that, you can say kind of whatever you want. Word. I can't say what I want because my name is directly, on it, yeah. yeah, my name and my face is completely affiliated with what I'm doing, so yeah. I can't do that. So I have to filter out everything I say, Word. but it's a free-for-all for you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Word. I'm gonna say like fuck every like three words. No, I mean I curse too. I don't think cursing is a big issue. Just uh, also talk a little bit louder. You're like very like leaned back. Yeah, no, I'm just like I'm chilling. Right now. I'll be right up in it. No, don't. Okay, <laughs> people. Are, yeah. Um, ah, fucking up people's ears when they listen to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably gonna pop someone's ear doing that. Um, I want to get two mics eventually, but I mean this one alone was two yeah, two two hundred cool. I think. It's quite funny, yeah. yeah, it's mad money. So it's gonna be a while before I get to that level. Also, I gotta make sure people are, you know, you know, supporting me and all that. Yeah. Buy some of the shirts, you know, because the merch is out there now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it looks good. As, I'm really happy that it looks good as yeah. a shirt. I just need to own. wash it one time so it'll fit me a little bit. Right, right, right. It's good. All right, so we're gonna. I'm gonna jump right into some of the main questions that I wanted to ask you. Um, last the last week, I was talking to someone from Astoria. I was telling you about this. Yeah. Um, so my focus on this one is just your, like history or like your you know how how fraternity life and greek life has, effect, has affected you overall in your college career and this is really interesting because like i know you since middle school yeah. like i know you for a very long time and like i wouldn't say that i didn't see you during like being a part of greek life but definitely it's something that like stood out and was like wow like that's interesting that he's doing that yeah i didn't see myself doing it either but it just sort of like it came up really quickly all at once it's it like i was a freshman coming out for rush just like everyone else was but you know you just come out to parties you're trying to get yeah yeah trying to get trashed it's college you want to like get that feeling and then after like just doing it so often I, you start to find your niche you find like the parties that you you like mm-hmm. more you find the people you like hanging out more with mm-hmm. and then next thing you know you're like wait i'm rushing and i didn't even like want to rush which in hindsight is actually like the best way to do it mm-hmm. you don't want people to, to know they're rushing you want people to find themselves like and find like their connection to you naturally more organically you don't want it to just wow. be forced that's really really interesting because because yeah. when i was talking to the person that was here last time she it seemed a little less organic the way she was like talking about her thing where it's like uh, what i was talking to her about was like when you want to have like that feeling of camaraderie or like you want like a social group to kind of be with she was saying she was a, like looking for it a little bit more whereas you you're saying that like you literally were just like in it and then you're like oh this is awesome 
I yeah. want to be a part of this. I never came looking for it. Like, I have a cousin who joined uh, Greek Life when he went to college. He went to college two years before me. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he was just like me. He was like, yeah, like, all that's stupid. Like, I'm not going to do all that. But next thing you know, he, he the same thing happened to him. He just sort of, like, he was rushing. And he didn't even notice mm-hmm. it. And he found a brotherhood that he knew he would have for the rest of his mm-hmm. life. And he told me when I was coming into college, he's like, hey, just give it a shot. Like, even if you don't like it, like, just I mean, give it a enjoying shot. enjoying the process yeah. and everything. Yeah. Just, like, try it out. Because, like... He told me all the time it's like the best decision he ever made, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, sure, bro, whatever. Like, you just joined a fraternity, mm-hmm. it's fine. So, like, and then, cool. and then now, like, two, oh, what is it? It's gonna be a couple of years now since three I crossed, years, right? almost three. Yeah, yeah. That I'm looking back, I'm like, damn, that was the best decision I made for myself in college. Wow, that's really, really interesting. Yeah, it just threw me for a loop because I was like, damn, like. If I if I put myself back four years ago, I would have never thought that like none. I mean, me I and would you in this, in this position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you started at the same same time. You know, we're seniors now. Yeah. Like, I always think about it. It's like I wonder if I ever would have done that if I was placed in a different room, because you know, you know my room situation. Yeah. Like, I found a group of guys. All of us were like really really close friends, and yeah. like we just got very lucky with that. Where it's like, in a way, we had like a bootleg, yeah. our own little Greek life thing going yeah. on. It's like everyone knew us for that, but I always wondered. It's like if that didn't happen to me, if I didn't have this group of friends, if I didn't already, you know, find that like that that you know feeling of yeah. being belonging, and you know having fun and not having to go out at the same time. It's like I wonder if I would have put myself in that. I think it's like I probably would have, and that definitely would have changed like everything for me. It has such a huge impact on your life. Absolutely, it's just like I know for me. When I moved in, I had, like, my, my roommates, my sweetmates. Mm-hmm. We, we were cool. We were tight. We would hang out all night. Mm-hmm. But, like, I never felt like I was super tight with them. I was like, all right, these are definitely some great friends. Yeah, yeah. But I was never super close to them. And I didn't even join Greek life for that. I'm a very social person. I never, have, tr- I never trouble making friends. Yeah. I talk to everyone. You are going. Yeah. I love talking to people. I love being social. And, like, when I went to join Greek life, I never thought about it as, like, a friends thing as to find, like, mm-hmm. people who are close to me. It was just, just want to have fun. It wasn't even about fun. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, people just want to, like, go party yeah, yeah. and get drunk, get fucked up. But it wasn't even about that. It was me more, like, trying to be part of something bigger than myself. And, like, knowing that, like, not and then... Like, part of the history of, like, what's yeah, going I'm, on I'm, there. I'm a big fan of, like, tradition and being part of something that just means more. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have your friends forever. You can have the types of... That's why I don't look down on anybody who doesn't join Creek Life. Yeah, yeah. Some people are like, oh, like, they're not, like, living up to their potential mm-hmm. or something. I disagree with that. I think... If you find your niche and you mm-hmm. find your friend group and the, something that you feel, like, content with, then that's fine. Right. That's great for you. Yeah. But some people, like, they prefer to go the other route. And I, like, it just taught me so much about being me as a person. I grew mm-hmm. up so much after pledging. I grew up, I, like, we joke about saying pledging turns you into a man, but it's very true. No, without like, a doubt. You I remember. A, you learn a lot about your responsibilities as a person. Yeah, yeah. And just simple life skills that you never took that seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, some things we preach really heavily are attention to detail urgency mm-hmm. respect for people like mm-hmm. learning how to deal with the hard things now so you can get the benefits later right, and that right. the ends will justify the means that right. you put in the work like it, Greek life isn't something that you just come into and then like it's just perfect for you yeah we always say whatever you put in is what you're gonna get out if you're mm-hmm. one of those people who crosses and just sort of like hangs around like you come to a couple events here and there you're not really invested you're not, exactly you're not really fully invested into mm-hmm. it you're not, gonna, you're not get, gonna get that much out of it. Yeah, but yeah. then the people who are just like doing everything, they've hold, they've held multiple e-board positions. Mm-hmm. They've like they're at every event. They're like being as social as possible, getting mm-hmm. people to come to the events. They get the most out of it. They like they're the ones who like ten years down the line when mm-hmm. you're like, uh, I need like a friend. Yeah, who, yeah. Like 
because uh, everyone knows Root Life is great mm-hmm. for networking later mm-hmm. on in life. Like, those are the people who remember you and, and you remember them. Right. Like, if you're just the, the kid who just sort of hung around. It doesn't like, really do you much yeah, good. You're like, yeah, you're my brother, but, like, like we were never that tight. But, like, those uh-huh. people who put in the work, you're like, that kid deserves whatever he gets. Right, right. I mean, no, I talked about this, again, with the person that was here last week. She says that she, she's held uh, e-board positions. She, uh, and for, I didn't explain this last time, but the, for people who don't know what that is, E-board is like, uh, what, what is it? What's the E stand for? Wait, actually, executive board. Executive, that's what it was. It just the, uh, executive yeah, just the, the major position, president, yeah. vice president. So she she things. didn't, I don't think she had an official E-board position, but she did have like one of the higher positions within the the group. And because of that role that she's played in like that community, like I like I know and she knows, and we talk about this, that she, like, sh- like she is a very important part of the group itself. And people see that. Like, you know, she's looked up at, uh, up to, um, versus if you didn't do it, do anything like no one like it, no one's gonna bat an eye they're gonna be like oh like whatever just another yeah, person you sort of just get like forgotten like which it, right. but you never really get forgotten because your names are in the books forever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and everyone will always have a story or something about you mm-hmm. but there's just people who you just talk about so highly like, yeah. we have brothers who crossed years ago like fall, and you still talk about 10, them and like, stuff we still talk to them they still come out they still like make yeah, sure yeah. we're doing good I mean they're like really like in, like they're really affiliated with yeah them. like when we go to the city they're the first people to hit us up like mm-hmm. hey come by let's get a drink let's go out to the bar let's just come stop by my work, right, go right. grab a lunch or something like that. And they're just so like happy to see you because you That's just because awesome. you just connect on that no- yeah. on a whole other level. Two years ago, our, at homecoming, like everyone knows alumni come back for homecoming. Mm-hmm. You see people who just graduated, people who graduated a couple years ago. There's a 40 year old brother who came back. That's who wild. Years ago, he would. That's he, crazy. Yeah, and he just came back. Give, give us the handshake and just <laughs> he's talking to us in a conversation and if you never didn't look at his face mm-hmm. you would never think he's 40 years old you think he's one of us you think he's just here enjoying his life in college just like the rest of us you That's would never mad. that is really really interesting like a lot of people like it's so cliche some of the things that people in fairness say like oh the brotherhood runs deeper than you can See, imagine I, I, and all that I, I, I it ha- really does I had this conversation with someone else uh, cliche it's like I, I always say cliche things when I'm talking on this thing on the podcast and it's like I always I started realizing more and more Cliches are only cliches because they're true. Like it's just something that's said a lot, and that doesn't make it like like I don't like the word cliche anymore because it's like yeah I guess, but at the same time it's just it's just a truth of the matter. Like it's all it really is. It's like stereotyping. Yeah, it's fair. Like there there's a little bit of truth in all. Of them. Yeah, it's like there's a reason. Probability yeah. wise, it's just you know it just kept happening, and it's a generalization now. Yeah. So going back to uh, the pledging, then um, I know you can't really go into it, obviously. But I remember seeing you uh, freshman year. I would be with like my squad, and I'd always be hype, I'd, uh, high energy constantly, because it was like all of us were you know just doing our shit. Whereas you were like like kind of you were low. Like I remember that was probably one of the lowest points I've ever, I'd ever seen you. Yeah, it was rough, but um, that's kind of the point. Like, well, um, we don't. I'm not gonna go too deeply no, into, into what it, what we do. Because no, you can't. It's, I, it's very personal to yeah. us and. It's our secrets and our traditions that make us yeah, close yeah. because they run for so many years. Mm-hmm. Our chapter was founded in 1987. Our mm-hmm. fraternity was founded in 1914. Like we just celebrated our 103rd year anniversary this month. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, that, yeah. So it's that makes crazy. sense being part yeah. of history. That is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see people like that. But um, yeah, we, uh, we were at our lowest there. But the thing is, it made us who we are because when you're at your lowest with people, you see them at their lowest point, their most difficult point. You grow closer to them. Uh, yeah, like, I guess... That's that, like a that, scientifically proven thing. You go through hardships with people, you will become closer with them simply because of the fact that you see them at their weakest, at their most vulnerable. I never thought about it like that. Because that's true. When you're at the lowest point, you no longer see like a, that facade that they may be able to put on. You see uh, them at their like their most like 
like core being yeah like, when just I, when they, they are when they gave us our bids we're just like i don't know any of these kids like i saw someone like some of them at parties or something like that mm-hmm. i don't really know them these kids like i have no idea who these people are mm-hmm. and now like i could tell you like a million things about each one of them mm-hmm. like i can tell you where they are right now i mm-hmm. can tell you how their day was like mm-hmm. i only like i have a small class where there's only five of us mm-hmm. that cross in fall 15 but we, we keep small classes for a reason. They make you tighter. Like, if you're in a fraternity down south in Alabama, you might have a 100-person fudge class. You're not going to know everyone. You can't tell me you know every yeah. single one of your fudge yeah. brothers, like, the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you just develop such a strong bond just because you go through so much with them. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you so much closer. Like, I know that those are people I can count on for the rest of my life. Right, right. Like, I can call any of them at any time, and I know that, like, they'll be the right person. To talk to. <laughs> it's funny. One of my fudge brothers, we actually, yeah, we hardly talk on the phone. But when we do, it's something weird's going on. Like, we need some advice. <laughs> like, we'll text each other once in a while, send a quick snapshot. But you know, like, you're going to get something but out of know, that time. Yeah. But, like, if I see a call from him, I'm like, yo, give me a minute. Because we're going to be talking for, like, a while. Right. Even if we're not. If he's just like, hey, like, yo, I might come through this weekend. Like, uh, can you scoop me up from the train mm-hmm. and bring me to the house? I'm like, yeah, of course. And the next thing you know, I looked at the phone and we've been on the phone for an hour just talking, just reminiscing, just talking about life. How uh, reminiscing, he says. <laughs> it's really, cute. That's really cute. <laughs> I mean, it is fun because, uh, you, cause, like, we're seniors. Like, yeah. thinking back yeah, about yeah. how my life was in freshman year and all the different... My freshman year was so fun. I, I wasn't a brother freshman year, yeah. but I still had a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, same. Now it's just stress. It's... Oh, yeah, now it's just... And now I'm part of E-Board, so I have to worry about, like, running the fraternity mm-hmm. while also enjoying myself mm-hmm. while also like making Bouncing, sure my like, schoolwork is yeah, good make sure getting my a job is good. Fam- yeah yeah it's just it's just so much to balance just jumping into the real world in adult life like i, I don't feel ready to graduate i know it's time because it's been four years i don't years. feel ready to graduate either. i, I don't, don't feel ready leave. at all i, I don't want to leave don't. like we sound like typical college kids where we're just like yeah i want to stay here forever but <laughs> i do want to i do want to stay here for another year just to give it another shot maybe I would pick up a quick to. minor or something but man i mean uh, it wouldn't be uncommon i mean five uh, years is like the new four years for, for honestly yeah everyone picks up a, a second major a minor yeah, or something yeah, like that. yeah. i've uh, almost everyone who lives in the house with me have taken double majors or mm-hmm. picked up a minor they've been here five or six mm-hmm. years i'm the only one who's gonna be here for four and just out of the people in the house mm-hmm. and my pleasure brother also lives with me but he's a junior so mm-hmm. he's not even at that point yeah, yeah, where yeah. he has that decision to make man if i could i 100 percent would but at this point i have two majors and a minor and I'm done with everything in next semester. My schedule for next semester, I'm going to show it to you really quick. It's 12 credits, yeah. It's 12 credits. I finally figured out what I'm going to be doing. I'm taking one online course, um, and so that that makes it even less on, like, how many uh, days I have to actually, you know, go to a class. And keep in mind that, like, I'm living on campus, so this is this is my schedule. That's pretty good. It's Monday, Wednesday, so Mondays I have 4 to, to 8, and then 8.20, and then Wednesdays 4 to 5... No, four to six fifty, and that's it. So four days, four days of the no five days of the week. I'm doing literally nothing. That's awesome. That happened to me out of nowhere this semester because I had class every day except Friday, but Mondays only had class at one time mm-hmm. at night, and then my rough days were Tuesday and Thursday because mm-hmm. Wednesday I would have lab. So every other week mm-hmm. you don't have lab. So right. every other week I would have Wednesday off. But now I mean you're on a commuter schedule, right? Are you on a commuter no, schedule? no, no. Oh, okay. I have a normal schedule. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm not really a commuter. I live 10 minutes away. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So when did you make the decision to move off campus? I don't actually remember when I you, made it, you officially did that. Um, at the end of sophomore year, when the tuition and room and board costs were starting to pile up. Mm-hmm. And also, we just we bought a new house, so we need people to move Yeah, in. yeah. So I'm just I'm looking at all the pros and cons. I'm like, I'm saving a ton of money. 
uh, I get way less restrictions on like the what house I'm living in and what I can do. Yeah. I have my own room, right? And I'm living with the people who are like I know I care. It's like great waking up in the morning mm-hmm. and there's six of your best friends in the house with you. Yeah, it's like you never have like a, a shitty room. You never have a dull day. day. Yeah, yeah. At any given moment, somebody's doing something that you can go join them to do. Yeah, I'll wake up at like eight in the morning. I'm just like, oh, nobody's gonna be awake. I'm gonna make breakfast. <laughs> somebody's in like the in the dining room, mm-hmm. like studying super hard, mm-hmm. like for a test day the next day, and then like right down the hall, someone's in the living room, just like passed out <laughs> because they were playing like 2K on the on the TV for like three hours. Oh my god! And, and it's just so funny sometimes. You go upstairs, the dog's passed out because he's just been running around all day because he can't sleep if everyone else is up. Uh, that's <laughs> There's someone that's snoring funny. down the hall. It's so fun just to wake up and just look what people are doing. You'll see, like, it's funny because you'll go outside, you'll see a car, and you're like, that's not anyone who lives here. Oh, then you start nice. thinking about all the people you know. You're like, whose car could this be? Then you realize who's it is. You're like, oh, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. I wonder who she's with. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the fun part. You're just like, wait, so... <laughs> Whose room is she in? I started guessing. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's funny. That's like I mean, it's literally like siblings. So I think yeah. you your scenario is pretty not different, but it's like you you got it, like into your life and like kind of like showed your passion for it like really quickly. Whereas when I was talking last week, it seemed like not less, but like it was definitely like she was a little like com- less comfortable talking about it. I mean, again, it's different for every single organization, you know how it plays out and everything. But it seems just like you're so passionate like it's like i don't even have to ask like some of the questions was like do you really think like some of these people are your brothers and it's like i don't need to ask that because like everything oh, yeah. you said it's it's honestly yeah it's it's, it's the, astonishing it's, it's crazy how strong the bond is and we went through some rough stuff last year one of our brothers unfortunately passed away mm-hmm. right um due to some unfortunate circumstances that i don't want to go into no no yeah don't but um that just brought us so much closer because that was just another hardship we went through i mean that way too that's a wake up together call. And, we, and it helped us realize, like, you don't have your life forever. You, you, don't, you don't have these people yeah. there forever. It, it's so eerie to us because the day, or just two days before it happened, we um, we had a memorial because we had two fallen brothers mm-hmm. from a few years back mm-hmm. before I would even got here. We mm-hmm. had a memorial on campus, and uh, one of the guys who was around back then, one of the alumni, looked at all of us. He said, look at the people next to you. You, you won't know for sure if that person could be next to you the next day like don't take any of these people for granted like love them with like all your heart mm-hmm. and that same week we lost someone and it was just the scariest thing that made us grow up a lot too just, I mean, dude, that just, just, just not taking our lives for yeah, granted like, that reminds you of the, the fragility like oh, how yeah. fragile life can be oh, yeah. it, it, most people when, when you start college I think that's one of the biggest distinctions from freshman year to senior year when you start college you think you're fucking invincible Oh, think yeah. nothing's gonna take you down. You, 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 go, think out, you, you go out drinking four times a week. Yeah. You come back like nothing. You you just you take everything in stride, and then once you start getting a little older, things just hit you. Things just change. Like you can't go out three times a week. You no. go you go out twice, and you're like tired. You need a recovery day. Yeah, yeah. You, it's you not even that your body. Bo- it's not even just that your body can't. Take. Sometimes mentally, mentally, yeah, you're just like God. Like there's so much. Yeah. And you start like looking at the hours of the day. It's like the hours are just like ticking by. Yeah, you're like fuck. <laughs> yeah, when you're a freshman, time just flies by. You just and have, you don't think about you it. You always have something to do. You're yeah. having so much fun, and then now you're like, oh, I gotta go to work, and I have to go to like go to class. Things become so blocked work. off. Yeah, everything's just got its own section. So as a freshman, you you live your life with it's a, a much mesh. nicer flow. Yeah, everything just happens. It comes to you, and out here you're like forcing like. I totally forgot. I just started looking at internships for the winter and yeah, getting some yeah, job yeah. experience for the summer because there's no way you get a job anywhere now without having some kind of experience. Yeah. And I like. 
That's not something I would have thought about at all freshman year because you're always like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a ton of time. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, it's it sucks. It really does. Because like it's not even the fact that it's just schoolwork. It's like you start thinking of external things, stuff that you can't really take into account. Yeah. Where it's like like all an application. It's like you can't really block time off. The, you can like you can put it in your calendar that you need to do it. But it's like yeah. like I have posted notes like they're on my thing. It's like I have things that are coming up soon. But it's like like I just need to do them. Like you know like there's just yeah. you know so many things going on in the day and then I need to find time for these extra things and it's just so taxing. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's the worst. It's the little things that make you notice it. Like, I, I've tried to force myself to keep living off that flow. Mm-hmm. I've never been the type of person to, like, plan out my day. I'm like, I'll just remember that I have this homework yeah, to yeah. do, and then I have this do then. I have to go meet with this yeah. person, and then go, like, I can't do that anymore. Stuff. I, I like to just remember it, mm-hmm. because it helps me feel, like, more, like, natural. It feels like it happens by itself. Yeah. But um, I would start getting lost in it because there's just so many things. There's so many to do. things. I can't and, uh, do it. I, and I, it's funny because my uh, my sorority little sister, she mm-hmm. bought me a planner. Mm-hmm. She's like, you need this. <laughs> She's like, you really need this. She brought it for me. She like took all my syllabi and filled it out. She asked oh, me what things cute. I need to do. And then I started using them. Like, oh my god, my life is so much more no, organized now. That's. Why, I mean, if you look at my room, before? if you look at what I do, like all the shit that I do, I can't do it with without me like literally writing everything down. Yeah, every very, single. You're very planned out. Every single like. Like uh, section of time in the day is in my Google Calendar. My Google Calendar without it, like I wouldn't have an efficient day. Um, any events, any dates that are coming up, I know I can't remember them anymore. Like I, there's just so many, so I just like like my mind is a mess. So I need to organize it out. I need to lay everything out and like make sure I know. And on top of that, it's like the, the extra stuff that I'm doing, like recording this. It's like it takes away from my time. So if I don't, you know, plan everything out efficiently, I just lose time in the day. Yeah. If it- I really didn't want to do that. I didn't want to plan it out. I didn't want you to feel be, weak. <laughs> yeah, I feel, it's a little bit of that. I, just, I feel like I'm losing like that organic, like natural flow of life. Like where it, it just, becomes, it just, it just comes. Yeah, through, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I'm forcing things to happen in my life which I yeah. don't like, but it also needs to happen. Like, I do, yeah, like it, it becomes just, more like um, automized in a way. Yeah, you know, you feel just less like human in a way. Yeah, exactly. When I'm like, all right, ten o'clock, do. I this, mean, it completely. Do this. Like, twelve I think, o'clock, do this. It's yeah, like, I think a good way to think about it is like. Natural. It's like removing that, like the the innocence of childhood. Like when you're a kid, like you never thought about time. Yeah, time doesn't you, matter. Didn't matter at all. You'd wake up and you just do a bunch of stuff. You'd hurt yourself a couple times. You'd eat food. Your mom would yell at you, and then you'd go to you sleep, go and sleep, then you keep doing it. Whatever. You never. You didn't even need a watch. You didn't care. And like yeah. now, it's like like for me, especially at certain points in time, it's like I need to force myself to sleep. Yeah. Like I can't I just don't do have time. This, for it. this whole weekend, do. I have such a busy packed weekend because I work for the the uh, Democratic uh, com- right, right. committee. And it's election weekend. Yeah, the so, seventh is So I'm the, working uh, like a 12-hour shift tomorrow. I'm taking off Sunday just to have some time to sleep because I had like a bunch of work to do yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, I'm working all day. Tuesday, I'm working all day, like two 12-hour right. shifts. And plus yeah, I have... 12 hours? Yeah. Wow. Plus I have other stuff to do. Like that's just work. I have homework. I have yeah. class. I have yeah, stuff yeah, to yeah. do. Like I, I know I'm barely going to get any sleep for this mm-hmm. whole weekend. And, and I just got to take it. And I just got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah I just got to deal with like, it. That's what sucks about, like, that's why so many college kids are so, like, unhealthy and just, like, yeah. deprived of sleep and, like, nutrition because they just don't, don't have, have time. the time, yeah. Like, they care, like, the grades just matter so much yeah. in them being successful that they get lost in all of it. And that's something that's just been, like, bothering me for the past mm-hmm. four years because I've been split in this mentality of, like, do I live for right now because I don't know if I'm going to have tomorrow mm-hmm. or do I put the grind in now and, and then for this tomorrow. work and then live an amazing life yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. It's just this split mentality because both of them are very relevant. Yeah. Like I've literally, I that struggle I've literally just watched, I lost somebody. It's very close to me. So and, and I'm thinking now. like, I want to live in the now. Like I don't know if I'm going to have 
a tomorrow. I don't know what's going to be next. Yeah. But then if I keep living like that and I don't plan for a tomorrow, then my tomorrow's going to be trash. Yeah. So I'm just stuck between the two. You have to find that balance between yeah. the two. Which is, I feel like, is the hardest possible that thing. That is the hardest possible thing. It's so, so difficult to think about because all of college you're living in the now, but you're in college to prepare for it's your like future. Tomorrow, yeah. It's just so complicated trying to find yeah, that yeah. perfect balance where you can be satisfied with now and satisfied with later. I don't think you can be perfectly happy now. No, you can't. Happy then. You have to be satisfied and content yeah. with what you have now and what you're going to get. Because yeah. if you lean too much in one way, it's just going to tip the whole scale mm-hmm. and it's just not going to work out. Yeah, there's just one thing that uh, I, I've talked about to a couple of friends before. And um, it's uh, it's actually something that as a trainer, we're... Because like, a, a lot of people think that a personal trainer is just like gym oriented, but it's like literally life. Like we, we help people. Well, I have helped people like balance their life in a way. And there's this one thing, it's called the six dimensions of wellness. And it's like you attempt to find balance in all six of the things. I'm going to Google really quick what all six was. I think it's uh, spiritual well-being, uh, health, mental well-being, uh, physical. I think I said that. Wait, I'm going to just find this really quick. But um, the, the point of that is like it. there's so many things and you just have to find, you know, a way to fulfill everyone as much as you can without giving away of anything else. And the best way to look at it is like it's um, like a, imagine like a wheel and every like uh, section is like a, a piece of the pie chart. And if you don't fill out each section the right amount or, and have that right balance, that wheel is not going to work. Yeah, that makes sense. The wheel is just going to it's just going to be broken. Yeah, the support doesn't fit. Yeah. Physics. So it's a <laughs> emotional, spiritual, intellectual, social, physical and occupational. And I think that, like, is a pretty good summary of, like, the six aspects that, like, you need to kind of balance in order to, you know, not not be happy, but, like, find a state of, uh, like, flow and consistency and, like, be able to, like, keep going. Because, honestly, there are some times where I'm doing all the stuff that I'm doing and I get so overwhelmed that I just want to give up. All, like, all the time. All the time. Every all, single day. All those days where you wake up, it's, like, 7 a.m. You're like, I don't want to get I up. I don't want to go to class. I don't want to go to work. Like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing right now at all. Like, this sucks. Yeah. And you just, you just have to push through. It, but you yeah. got to do it. Yeah. It's just something you got to do. Like, there are some days, like, I genuinely feel, like, just so... I don't want to use the word depressed, to, like, to, like, that takes away from the word. Yeah. Because there are people who deal with real depression. Yeah, but, like, just, thing, like, yeah. very, very severely, like, upset. And I just yeah. wake up, I'm like... Just unhappy. Just not content like, with anything. I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. this is so much work. Like, things like... Like, just, I mean, I always use this example just because it's you know, what I'm doing. But the podcast, it's like, like I don't know if this is ever going to go anywhere. And I don't know if this is worth doing it. And it's like, I have to do it though. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to cheat myself and not do it. Um, same thing with the gym. It's like, I, I don't want to cheat myself and not do it. Like, I want to do it. But sometimes it's like, I don't, I can't. I, but like, you just need to push yourself. And it's so difficult sometimes. Oh, yeah. We, we joke around all the time with that at the house talking about girls where you say, shoot or shoot. <laughs> you'll never know if, she, if you're going to be able to like get her number or talk yeah, to her yeah. if you don't try, if you don't shoot your shot. Yeah. But that applies to so many other walks of life. Too. It like, applies to everything. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get a job coming out of college. And but you got to try. But i got to finish college. Gotta, i got yeah. to gotta shoot you got to push them through. Yeah. Like, I That's so true. Shoot, shoot for shoot. That's fucking... Just, you got, like, you don't know if you don't try. It's just such like... Yeah. Such and then you're just going to have the regret. Yeah. No one wants regret. The regret is so much worse than missing the shot yeah. any day of the week. Because then you could tell yourself, like, I did the best yeah, I like could. Yeah, like, I put it. my all into it. Yeah. If it didn't work out, all right, then That's I'm going to try my best yeah. at the next thing. Yeah. But, dude, that, no, going back to the, the girl thing, I'm so mad at myself for not doing that earlier on in my college career. I, me too. Like, I was, 
I was like coming into college. I was like, oh, I don't even know how this works. Yo, and then like once you get over that fear of like rejection and just like not even rejection, just not having things work out exactly like your way. Point. Yeah, doesn't even have to be your way. Your mind plays games exactly. on your you. Mind will, your mind will destroy. There you. was this uh, a one Vsauce video a long time ago, and it was about how social awkwardness uh, it lights up the same parts of your brain as actual physical pain. Social awkwardness is rough. Like, <laughs> like, even as a social person myself, like, there's times where you're just like, yeah, cringing, and you're like, be here right now. I don't want to be in the situation. <laughs> just super. Weird. It's like when you have to like hand in some homework really late in class, but mm. it's a huge lecture hall. So you have to walk up in front of <laughs> like, like hundred people through. awkwardly, just put it on the desk and walk back. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yo, I'd rather just wait for the end of the lecture. Like, realistically, like no, no one really, none cares. of those people really yeah. care. But in your head, they're all judging that was, you. Yeah, that was the biggest takeaway that I had. And I got this more as I worked more as a cashier because like every single day these people will come in and they'll buy shit and they'll leave. And it's like, even if I fuck up, like I thought about it, it's like when I go to like a store or a restaurant and someone fucks up or like they do something weird or wrong, that's a part of my day for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I move on because I have my own things to worry about. Yeah. No one cares. It doesn't really matter that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Nothing really does, but collectively it it ends up, which Mm. is just... It's so crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, all the little things you do in your day individually don't really mean much. But yeah. when, they, when they add the up, compounds. they make you who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's scary. It is. It's, life is scary. Yeah, the amount of times <laughs> where I'm sitting in my room and I'm just doing homework and I'm just like, I could just take a break and just play like one game of FIFA real quick. <laughs> Always gonna play And FIFA. then I'll blink and it's like three hours later and my homework is like past due. I'm just like, damn it. Just played one game. Like, I just couldn't control myself <laughs> like in the grand scheme of things yeah that's one late homework but yeah now that if i do that every single time i have homework i'm that just class. screwed yeah. yeah i mean it goes back to what i was talking about when in the beginning with the soda so if oh, i yeah. if i let myself keep drinking soda it's not gonna be good for my body oh yeah that's why i let myself do like a fourth of a cup and that is it because if i know if i start doing more than it's gonna keep going more and yeah. more and like originally when i first started drinking coke zero i had I'd always go and I'd buy two because the stop and shop is a two for five. Yeah. So I'd buy two and I'd keep it in my fridge. And I realized like every time I bought two, I would finish the two within two weeks. So I was like, oh, I have two. I'm going to go grocery shopping again. And then I started buying one and now I only drink one every two weeks. Yeah. You got to wean yourself off. Yeah. yeah. This thing's so bad. It's, it's literally an addiction. Yeah. It's rough. Like I used to drink ton of soda. Like anytime I would go anywhere, I wanted soda. And then like... I actually, like, did the math. I was like, there's so much sugar in so this. So much. And plus, when you're in, like, high school, you're breaking out. Every time you have some sugar, like, yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. killing you. I'm like, I don't need to cut this out slowly. And then I got to a point where I just didn't even like soda anymore. Mm-hmm. I would just drink water all the time. And I would always have water with me. I still carry water with yeah. me everywhere I mean, you, I you did cross-country for a while, right? Oh, or yes. track. Yeah. I did, I did all kinds of sports. Yeah, so, I mean, at that point, you probably yeah. were the yeah, that's when That's when I was like, all right. Yeah, that's when I was the most fit. Like, low-key missed those days. <laughs> but, um... Don't switch over. To, that's actually one of the questions I want to talk about is how bad do you think being in Greek life has affected your diet? Because I know I've seen you over the years. I'm not going to say you're slipping, but like, it was definitely yeah. not the best for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's not even the, uh, just I drink so much beer. But that's not even like, that's literally, it's not I'm even because of you. Greek life. It's because of like, it's just so much more accessible. Like there's always a keg or a soda. Someone's always trying to drink. When yeah. You, when you live in a suite on campus, like 
it's just so much more work to go get beer or just like right, go right. get something to drink and just like you're on campus you gotta be low key about it you can't make too much noise if you live in a substance free dorm yeah, or something yeah. like that no our RAs have been like on our ass the entire time oh yeah when I, when I did live on campus I lived in a 24 hour class yeah. substance free dorm it's not as serious as people think it is yeah, yeah. but it still sucks it's still yeah and, someone breathing down your neck yeah, and, now the man. The, and now at the house like I wake up and there's like matter. 12 beer cans on my kitchen table I'm like where did these even come from <laughs> Well, no, actually, though, this is this, this is one of the things literally just says beer question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm trying to because like you try to find a balance because like when we throw parties, I don't like to get too drunk because I live at the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm always thinking like I need so to take keep care an eye of the, the house, situation. To keep an eye on people, yeah, yeah. make sure everything's too good. Good. So I'm thinking, all right, I'll just like sip on some beer for, mm-hmm. the, for the night. But because beer doesn't really I'm, I'm still going to try to get a little tipsy, trying to enjoy Obviously. myself a little bit. But beer doesn't do that because beer is just not strong. Yeah. So you sip on like five or six for like five or six hours and yeah, you're not really feeling it. Yeah. So then at the next party, you're just like, all right, I'll just have like more. a couple cups of punch <laughs> instead. Okay. I'll just have like two, two cups of jungle juice. And then you're just sloshed. And you're just gone. <laughs> so you're just like, damn, like I really can't find a middle here because you're trying to enjoy yourself and run the party. You're not trying to get too messed up. Mm-hmm. But beer doesn't do that for you. Yeah. And then the jungle juice is too, too much. much. <laughs> so there's really no middle. So it gets to the point where you're just like, all right, I'm going to drink a bunch of beer mm-hmm. because that'll get you in the middle. And that's all empty calories yeah. that aren't good for you. No matter what kind of beer you get, it's still beer. Yeah, I when I first learned how, how much uh, calories is per gram of alcohol, I was astonished. It's uh, seven, seven calories per gram. It's four for proteins and carbs. So four, gram, four calories per gram. Nine for fat and seven for alcohol. That's outrageous. That's crazy. That's so many <laughs> calories. For, and it does nothing for your body. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where like I don't even notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like last night, I was like, it was just a Thursday night with the boys. We're just chilling. We're talking football. And we're just like, hey, let's just go get like a 12-pack. We'll split it, me and you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. I like them thinking back to last night. We didn't split it. I had like seven. <laughs> and he had like four. And like it was just so regular. Like I don't think about it anymore, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it doesn't matter. Because, like, I woke up, I'm not hungover. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, just, you just did it. Like, it was yeah, casual. just, like, a regular thing. Yeah. What's but, your record like, for beers drink? I don't even know. Because I know freshman year, I used to get pretty reckless. <laughs> but see, freshman year is, like, the year when everyone just blacks out all the time. So yeah, I yeah. really wouldn't even know. But also, it's different because when I was freshman, I was, like, I, was, I wasn't Definitely running. Definitely I wasn't running the parties. Oh, I'm at okay, a party. Okay. I went to parties to go to get drunk, right, to go right, like right. have fun, talk to girls, like mm-hmm. have a great time. So I wasn't. I, I was never concerned with how much I was drinking because mm-hmm. I knew I would never have to like do anything like crazy. Yeah, yeah. But now when I'm like part of the fraternity, I know I have to hold have to this filter party yourself down. A little. I have to be like, yo, I can't get too wild. I have to make sure this party is like yeah. safe. I have to make sure that the people are like okay. I have to make sure my house is okay. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure everyone like is good, and it's just not the same. Like honestly, like whenever we used to throw big open houses. People used to just come and get trash. Like, I used mm-hmm. to do that all the time. We used mm-hmm. to come for freshman year, just get picked up, go mm-hmm. to the crib, and just drink as much as you can mm-hmm. and just have so much fun. And now, I'm at an open house, I'm like, yo, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, it starts out How fun. often does that happen? Where it's like, you're there's a party, because there has to be a t- at times, like, a party or situation that's going on, and you're like, I don't want this right now. Um, I mean, recently... Probably more. And just because I'm, like, I'm so over like the open house parties where you, yeah, like, yeah just, just randoms. I'm just busy. Yeah, there's just too many random people in my house. Because it's like, your house. Yeah, at the end like of the day. It's, it's still fun. Like it's still a party at the end of the day. It's yeah. still fun. But like when we throw our smaller parties where it's just us and like, yeah, yeah, and, it's like, more personal. Yeah, just us brothers. Be like girls that we know, like people who we know are cool and they're not gonna get super trashed. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And hurt themselves. I you don't have to think about the situation yeah, anymore. I don't have to worry about keeping everybody under control. I can, yeah. I can just be there and enjoy myself. Those are the best parties. I prefer the small gatherings now like mm-hmm. that 
the smaller like invite only parties mm-hmm. as opposed to the big open house. But back then when I was a freshman, I would be like, no, put two hundred everyone. This time. <laughs> I want this shit to be crazy. Now I'm just like, all right, let's keep it at like eighty. <laughs> like our lot. Halloween party, we had a probably I think the most we've had in that house, and we were just amazed that we got everyone out before three o'clock. It was not even that we were kicking them out, it was just that like the uh, the movements back mm-hmm. to campus were just run so smoothly. Usually, the more people you have, the harder it is to get yeah. to out. But Especially because the longer they're there, the more slosh they're going to get. Oh, yeah. The more difficult it is to deal with them. I mean, we can always cut people off. We control our bar very well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's one of the, that's one of our biggest uh, concerns of running a party. Who's running the bar? Because you don't want anyone to do too much. Yeah, you, and... don't, you don't want anyone to do... Like, a lot of times what we do is, like, if we'll see that someone's getting too drunk, we'll put in our, our group meet, hey, this person wearing this shirt looking like this, they're, mm-hmm. like, too drunk. If you're at bar, do not give them any more. Okay. And we'll also be like, hey, keep an eye on them. If you're upstairs and you see them, like... Like, you like, know, like sleeping around. or something like that. Yeah. Make sure they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Give them some water. We always have water at our party. We buy three cases of water. Make sure we give them out mm-hmm. because you'd be amazed. That's how crucial. Much that helps. That's crucial. That's the thing. That's a lot of. Th- that's a. That's a big factor that people just don't take into account. Is that between drinking, you need to drink water. Oh yeah. Just because you're drinking alcohol doesn't mean you're getting hydrated. You're getting dehydrated oh, yeah. more. It's and not more even about your body's hangover. To... It's just about making sure you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I know when I was like. I mean, back when you're freshman, you don't care because your you body, don't. You your don't body, think about it. Your body could just take it, and you're just capable. You just go out four or five. I feel times old, a week man. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you just go out like nothing. You go out four or five times a week, just get super drunk, go to class the next day, eight a.m. like nothing. Take a quick nap, go out again the next night. Now, when I have a party on Friday night, we're just like, or if we go out to like downport or something mm. on Thursday, we're just like, all right, so we're probably not drinking again for a couple of days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just chill. Because like <laughs> we're just old now, we can't handle it, and like you, it just seems like it's only four years, like. Like it makes you, a difference. If, if you though. think about it, you're like even as, as like we're like 21, 22 years old. It's like, gonna get worse, man. Like, but it doesn't make sense to me because that's when you're like your physical prime. You're like yeah. early twenties. Yeah. So, but like that's when we're starting to get tired. Like I feel like I could do so much more when I was eighteen, but it's also because I cared less. I feel like I think that's what it is. You, I think you didn't think of like the detrimental effects. Oh no, yeah. And I, like, I, didn't, I didn't care about what alcohol did to my body. Yeah. Now when I wake just up, the fact that you're conscious of yeah, it now, it's awful. And it makes a huge impact on like. Like, you know what's happening in your body. Yeah, last, like, yesterday, I, I, like, I went to the gym, and I was like, all right, worried. That felt super good. Mm-hmm. And I came home, and I'm just like, I drank, and I was like, all right, I probably shouldn't drink too much, because mm-hmm. I went to the gym. It's mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to ruin my gains out mm-hmm. here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I woke up the next morning, and I'm just like, damn, I drank way too much, and it definitely ruined my gains. It definitely Like, I was I just mean, upset that I drank. I wasn't like, oh, it was a fun night. Yeah, because, I mean, it was. you're, I actually just had this discussion. It uh, When you drink a lot of alcohol, and you try to work out, your body's just one, you're gonna be dehydrated. Yeah, which is gonna it's just gonna ruin your muscles' capability to like repair itself. And on top of that, you're getting all those empty calories, and it's just it's just overall it's bad. Just go to your gut. It's I don't think good. if you can if you really want to commit to being like very athletic or lean or like, uh, you know, get a lot of muscle gain, like I don't think you can drink like very often. I think it'd be like once a week at the very max and like casual. Yeah, just a couple heavy. drinks of like liquor. You can even have beer. Yeah. I think it just won't work if you try that. Yeah, we have a couple of brothers who are like professional bodybuilders. Like mm-hmm. they're they're actually competing this weekend. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Um and they like they really don't drink anymore. Like it's not like they don't want to. It just they like, can't they take their like physical conditioning and like their mm-hmm. body so seriously that they don't want to. Okay. They just like they don't do it. And like, they prioritize the yeah. Once the in a while, they come out like for a birthday and just get trashed, but like on, on on day to day, they really don't drink yeah, during yeah. the gym all the time. Yeah, and because just because like it just doesn't matter. Like drinking in, in like in the United States is just such a social thing. Like, yeah, with the you have, like you're with your coworkers, go out for a drink after mm-hmm. work. You're with your boys, grab some beers, watch some football. Mm-hmm. Like 
if you're a girl, you get a bunch of wine, like have a girl's night, whatever. <laughs> girl's but, night. Yeah. Uh, so wine, wine's dope. No. Wine, wine is dope. It's wine. underrated. Yeah. But like in other countries, like it just, it just like, it's way less social. You could just do it whenever. Like, I know if I drink alone, I feel like a loser. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like, what am I doing? No, but it's normal in other, yeah, it's very yeah, normal. Yeah, other countries, countries, like, you have glass wine with dinner, like, every night. Like, yeah. just regular. Like, like um, you go to the it? bar, like, every few days, like, two or three boys. It's just different. The captain from the fourth episode, when I was talking to her, um, she, she went to Italy. And um, she was talking about, like, when they were in Italy, like, it was very, very normal to just drink from, like, sun up to sundown. It's just like, oh, like, we're just drinking. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's, just so, it's so fun. Because, like... When we go there, we're like, "Yo, this is crazy." They're always drunk, yeah, yeah. but then they've been doing it forever. Like, and they're like, their drinking age is so much lower because yeah. there's so much less taboo. These kids are drinking with their families at like 14, 15, and 16. It, and it's like a healthier relationship with it at the Absolutely, same time because yeah. they know, like, "Oh, like I need to drink water." Yeah, they like, know need, much more you know. about it out here. Just like, don't touch alcohol till you're twenty one. Yeah, and when you're twenty, you just get trashed. You just get trashed because you have no idea how to deal with it. It's either like all breaks or just floor. Yeah, there's no in the in the middle there. It's bad. There's no gradual. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, most people really do drink before they're 21. They don't wait that long. Yeah. They find their ways. Everyone does. Everyone does. And they learn it by themselves. But, like, learning about yourself, it's, it's, you got to take some L's. Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> to learn your limits, you, you literally need to just, you need to get so, <coughs> so inebriated one time. And you're like, I yeah. can't do that again. Yeah. And then your tolerance just goes up and down. It's just different. And you learn different things about alcohol. Like, certain alcohols will get you more trash. Like, yeah. I really don't like vodka because it just messes me up. I get mm-hmm. sloppy drunk. But if you have, but if you give me some whiskey or some rum, I'll like enjoy that all night. Right. And that's like, probably your Caribbean roots. Yeah, honestly, that's, <laughs> that's really what I love. That's great. But then if you give me beer, like I'm not gonna just throw back beers like nothing. Like I'm not trying to shotgun beers. Those are those days are gone. No, I still like shotgunning beers. <laughs> it just hurts now. It does hurt. It's not really worth it at the end of the, at the, end yeah. of the day. <laughs> I was never even that good at shotgunning, honestly. I'd rather just drink it. Like, I was like, able to beat a lot of people that were a lot larger than me, which is why I find it fun. I thought I was good until, like, one of my brothers who's in my my line. He's my big brother's big brother's big brother. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the champion chugger. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, if you beat me, like, I'll give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, just... Whatever you I'll, want. I'll give, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and then, like, like, before I could even get, like, a third of the way down, he was done. I'm, like, yeah, mm-hmm. what? Did you just swallow the whole thing? And like, oh. like, yeah, basically. I'm just, like, all right. If anybody beats you, honestly, like, they deserve, like, a ring. Like, they deserve, mm-hmm. like, a championship ring. Because mm-hmm. that was crazy. Okay. I, I don't really just like I don't catch fresh the last time I was like pretty drunk to the point where I'm like wow like I haven't been this drunk in a while was homecoming not even homecoming the day like homecoming like the night before yeah yeah because my pledge brother came down he lives up upstate he doesn't he had to take a couple semesters off because mm-hmm. he had uh he got cancer mm-hmm. but uh he's uh he's, he's uh cancer free now okay my, my oh, boy fucking good shit yeah thank god it was the worst kind of testicular oh no you only got one nut one nut willy oh yeah um, (laughs) that's fine that's my boy I love him to death man fuck cancer yeah that shit's awful but he came down for the weekend and um I was like alright we're gonna get lit it's 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 my last homecoming so Need to enjoy this. So enjoy I bought a, I bought a big uh, the biggest bottle of uh, Captain Morgan I could find, mm-hmm. and then me, him, and one of uh, one of the younger brothers just stayed at the house. Mm-hmm. Like some people went down just for like, it, yeah, which uh, I was gonna do, but he is he's you just want to spend time with him. Yeah, I, I mean he's twenty. If he was twenty, oh, okay, he okay, would have okay. come, but he couldn't. And I was like, yo, I'm not gonna make you come all the way down here. Yeah, just be yeah. like, hey, I'm going to the airport. Just chill at the house yeah, for yeah, a little yeah. bit. So we just got super sloshed up that where we each finished like a third of a mm-hmm. handle, and we. We woke up the next morning like, yo, that hurt. <laughs> like, we haven't been like that in a long time. And then homecoming, you just drink beer all day long. Yeah, yeah. Go down for it again at night. 
which honestly wasn't that great because it's just homecoming weekend downpour. It's just so packed you can't even get yourself. So what's the most inebriated you've ever been ever? That's a good question. It has to be one time that like really stood out. That was like the most. Mm, there's I've, I've had times where I've been like the most dry. I've blacked out a couple times. But um, I, don't, I haven't blacked out that often. I'm usually good at controlling myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time when I, I just fucked up and I mixed things the wrong way. Right. Like um, I was sick. So I just took a bunch of NyQuil. I was mm-hmm. going to go to bed. And right, I was in my and like I was in my home. suite, and then like a bunch of people like came into my suite like at, like twelve in the morning, and they brought like a ton of like tall boys and like those oh, like no. those like the, Bud Light yeah, 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 yeah. things. Those things and are horrible. Girls just, drink that shit all the time. And that's why gross. they they I get hate them. That's why they get yeah. too lit. But I get FOMO. If people like having fun near me. Like I'll wake up I'm like yeah, I want to be partying all the time. <laughs> like like my room at the house is next to the kitchen. It'll be like three a.m. and I'm just like kind of sleeping. I'll hear people doing stuff. I have oh, to wake up and see what they're doing. Hey, it's good. So that happened that night where I was drinking NyQuil. I forgot that I drank NyQuil. So, like, NyQuil and alcohol don't mix well. No. So, like, I just had, like, one of them and went back to sleep. I woke up, and, the, like, my garbage can is full of, like, pink yak. I'm just, uh, that's definitely mine. I don't remember where that came from. That was a rough night. You only I, had one? You had one entire can? Or like a tall, yeah, one, but it just okay, didn't okay. mix well. With the yeah, yeah. I was really sick. I mean, that thing doesn't yeah. do And doesn't I, 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 I drunk texted, like, a lot of people a lot of bad things. <laughs> and it, no. was, it was really funny. Uh. Um, another time one of the this was the time I felt the worst mm-hmm. after getting drunk was I was actually pretty young I was like 17 mm-hmm. um, I was staying at my cousin's house in Jersey mm-hmm. and um, he's got like a, his dad has like a full bar in the basement mm-hmm. and like a pool table and we're like kids you know like you're in high school you want to like live right, you right. have to do some fun shit so we're just like yo let's play pool hit a pool table yeah. and we're like yo we're just like let's get reckless every ball <laughs> that your opponent makes you have to do a shot oh my but God. it has to be of different alcohol every time. Well, why would you do and that? you know you're not supposed to mix alcohol because supposed- you're 17 and you don't care. <laughs> so we played Reckless. three games. And you know how balls go down in three games of pool? A lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> and it was just back and forth to it and it was a different alcohol every time. I woke up that morning and I threw up like 15 times. Like, I was hungover like the next day too. It would, it would fade from me being super nauseous mm-hmm. to me having like a headache. Just like big like, pain. Just going back and forth. Like I woke up and I was like, there was throw up like around me. I'm just like, this is definitely mine. This is gross. No. And like, I was like, that like that was one of the few times where like I just didn't remember mm-hmm. it a lot. But like usually when I black out, it's like a brown eye. You remember bits and pieces, but mm-hmm. you don't. The only time I've only blacked out and not remember anything mm-hmm. was uh, we have this like wine night. We have like a date night in mm-hmm. that fraternity <laughs> where you just like you bring uh you bring a girl you like. You mm-hmm. come out, we eat some wine, we have right. some food. Everybody dresses up mad nice, mm-hmm. takes some pictures. It's like a fun time. But why not sleep up on you? Why not creep on you and yeah, just yeah, come yeah. at you? I don't know. And like I brought my um, it's like I brought my sorority team. We're su- twin. We're super tight. Mm-hmm. We're just friends. And like we came, and had some wine, like had a good time. And then like she left kind of early because she had like a, she had some work to do the next mm-hmm. day. So I was like, all right, it's fine. Like I don't really care. I'm already drunk. Mm-hmm. And like I went to bed. And then I woke up, and the, everyone's telling me all these stories. And I'm just like, when did this happen? And they're just like, you were there. And I'm like, no, what do you mean? I went to bed when my when my date left. They're like, no, you didn't. And I'm just like, yo, I blacked out at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> what happened? Like, tell me all the stories. And it was so funny. There were so many hilarious things that happened that night that I just didn't remember at all that everyone's telling me about, which talks when you black out. That they, sounds, they, a little low-key sounds fun. Because they could lie to you and say you did stupid uh, shit and you, you don't never know. know. Yeah, yeah. But, they, but like, I didn't really do anything wrong. I okay, just, that's I, good. I was just yelling, you know, being being a drunk <laughs> asshole. Which I mean, usually like that anyway. Uh, yeah. Alright, let's wrap it up. The last thing I just want to ask you is for those who are, you know, considering joining 
a fraternity or a Greek life, you know, like the younger, the kids who are like freshmen now or like sophomores, like what was, what was, what is one thing you would tell them that like, you, like probably is your biggest takeaway or something that's like, you know, you wish you knew beforehand or something that you think is like important to, you know, making that decision. Um, don't force yourself into it. A lot of people are like, yo, I, like if I want to be like cool, if I want to have fun in college, I need to like be in Greek life. Like, mm. You'll force yourself into somewhere that you don't like, right? And that just comes off wrong to people too. Like, if, for all you know, that could they, like that could be your perfect fit. But if you try to force yourself in, then people are hesitant. They're like, "Why does like why do they want yeah, this yeah, so yeah. much?" Like, there has to be something wrong. Like, right? yeah, they're like, just like be... they're like kissing up to you. They're just, yeah, like, yeah, on you all the time. They're just like, "Oh, this is no so one great. Likes you guys are so cool." Like that. And like, just like let like it's like it's a balance of you finding them just as much as it is of them finding you Mm -hmm. like there's a ton of kids who we like thought would be great brothers Mm -hmm. but like they ended up not coming out to us Mm -hmm. which like you yeah you're a little bit like oh i wish we had him but then you're just like all right that wasn't the right it wasn't the right fit yeah and we we like to it's super like high and mighty Mm -hmm. but we like to carry ourselves the attitude that like nobody we don't miss out on anybody Mm -hmm. people miss out on us which is super like no that's the right way to the best but like it's the only way to think about it because if you don't think about like that you're just gonna be upset when like a bunch of kids yeah. that you liked and you thought would have been great brothers like, didn't, goes, didn't come to you. It work. It goes both ways. It goes back to like the shoot for sh- yeah, yeah. Shoot for, yeah, you gotta shoot your shot. For, yeah, shoot, that's what it was. Shoot your shot. You gotta shoot your shot. It goes back to that. It's like if you don't, you know, it is what. It, even if you didn't, doesn't matter because yeah. it's gone now. So you gotta do it now. Yeah, a lot of people are very hesitant to agree life because they don't even know what college is like mm-hmm. and they come in fall semester like, like, uh, from obviously from from the Greek life mm-hmm. side. I feel like if you cross your fall semester when you first get as a freshman, you're lucky because you got to live as much Greek life as possible. But like some people join later. Like I joined when I was a sophomore. Do you think? Do you think it's better to join? Well, you can't really make that distinction. That depends person to person. But yeah, like, it, it, it's. About do you think you're happy that you joined later on? Like no, uh, like the did the, the kind of like the line between what it was beforehand and after. Yes and no because it gave me a lot of perspective. Mm-hmm. But I also wish I lived those two more, those right. extra year of Greek life. Given like, now, like some people are so lucky, like that they get to live like their full four years of college mm-hmm. in Greek life, which I wish I could have. But, but at, at the same, same time, time, that perspective helped me out a lot. I'm yeah, just like, you were, you made a yeah, more I, educated decision. Yeah, on it was. I was like I, after a year, I was like, um, I'm, I'm I'm content with like how my life here is going, but like I feel like I can do more. Yeah, I can do more with me. I can do more for others. Like yeah. one of my favorite things about Greek life is all like the community service things they do. Everyone's yeah. always running fundraisers and like like different uh, bake mm-hmm. sales and mm-hmm. walks for like cancer and Crohn's disease right. and all kinds of stuff and like and we don't just do that for show it's because we care yeah like we did a fundraiser for my pleasure brother who had cancer and we raised he uh for we made a GoFundMe and we raised um I think almost 10 grand for him within a matter of like a month that's amazing just because we put in so much work we, we were doing fundraisers at like Miller's Ale House mm-hmm. we do raffles we, uh, we did this thing where uh, we did a Facebook live stream because uh-huh. right after he shaved his head because mm-hmm. he was in a going chemo yeah um, all the brothers we um, we did a Facebook live stream and we said hey like if you want to help us raise some money you nominate a brother that who's, shit, who's here to have, have a head shave and if you donate money they'll we do shave it their head. and some of us want to <laughs> that's, that's a smart one and some people will hold out because like they like their hair a little too much yeah yeah like yeah. uh it has to be enough to like oh yeah if you're just getting buzzed then it's whatever but like somebody has a ton of hair we're just like you gotta throw some money so some alumni would hop on and they're just like they would start messing around they're like yo I'll give you 150 if you only shave half of his head (laughs) and some guy did that someone was like yo uh, I'll give you 300 if you shave someone's eyebrows and he did that oh no and and that one night alone (laughs) having eyebrows is horrible yeah and it was like two hours in that one night alone we'd end up raising like a good three grand from like those two hours out of the ten that's amazing 
Yeah, it just it just means a lot more than people put it out to be. Yeah, They're like oh, it's Greek life, just partying. Yeah, it's drinking. not just partying. It's just like there's a lot more to it. There, yeah, like the stereotype is there. Like that's part of it, just as a social aspect, but it's just so much deeper. Something we always say is that from the outside looking in, you can't understand it, and from the inside looking out, you can't describe it. It's just right. something that like it's an experience that there. like you have to experience. You have yeah. to be part of it. Yeah, and it's not for everyone. That's why I say don't force it. Don't mm-hmm. try to make yourself part of it, but don't distance yourself from either. Like, mm-hmm. if it comes naturally, that's the best way. That's why I feel so blessed mm-hmm. that like it just came so organically and it just if if there was a flow to it, it was right. just like I slowly realized like this is something that I want to be part yeah, of. Yeah. It wasn't that like yo I have to be part of this or like it just oh, happened. I'm never gonna do it. It just sort of happened, and I'm happy when things happen like that. I I love I mean, when just like your schedule, you gotta have a flow. Yeah, everything I, needs a flow. I love when everything flows. I hate like forcing anything in my life. Yeah. All right, on that, that was a fucking amazing... Dude, you're... God, that was a really good conversation. That was so insightful on so many levels and so many things. Uh, I'm really glad that you're the person I got to talk to about this because uh, I think... Uh, I mean, given, like, I know you for so long, it's like I know, like, we were, who you've become, the impact it's had on you, and, like, you're really good at, like, you know, talking all the points up. You kind of went through everything I wanted to go through pretty easily and, like, touched every subject matter that I think someone who, you know, wants to go into something like this would need to make a right decision and, like... You know, get a better idea of what they'd want to do. I'm glad you had me on here. No, dude, without a doubt, without a doubt. Thank you for being here. Um, Any updates I need to give the people out there? No, other than uh, I have shirts. Yeah, I'm going to keep telling people that. They're pretty nice. They're actually dope. Uh, And I'm actually really broke. So, you know, I still don't have any sponsors in terms of, like, you know, helping out with the thing. And I'm still paying out of my, like, wallet to, like, host everything. So, you know, that'd help a lot, guys. You know, I mean, I'd love it. And uh, I think next week I'm talking to... Oh, next week I'm talking to uh, uh, Average Joe, which was supposed to be two weeks ago. Um, but he's going to be next week. And that's the 10th episode. And um, there's, I think, a little surprise on that one. But other than that, thank you for listening. Uh, if you know of anyone or you think... Uh, or you are someone who is considering anything in terms of, like, Greek life or fraternity life... You know, like give give this a listen, share this. Uh, I think it'd be very beneficial for anything for anyone that's on that path. And other than that, thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, peace out, guys.